Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. This episode is about rallying. We are actually going to do a rally, which is the Adelaide Rally coming up. It's a first for us, Ori, for two reasons. One, we haven't done a rally together. No, we haven't. And I know you've done a few rallies and I've been part of one also. But yes, we've never done one together. And we have to thank Zagami Adelaide for, you know, allowing us and giving us the spot to do the rally with them. In, our, in the Ferrari? Yeah. So we're taking the 308 GT4, my uh, the one that I took last year, which was with uh, Nicky Lauda livery. Uh, I haven't got the livery on there now, but it's still red with a white top roof. Yeah, but it's going to have the Mick and Ori's livery. It will have the Mick and Ori, Ori livery. So um, we'll be showcasing that, of course. So we're talking about rallies, and you've done a few of them. We've got a bit of a different rally this year because they've asked us to be a follower car and a leader car for Group 2, follow uh, yeah. follow Group 1. Have you ever done that before? No, I haven't done that. And this is – so we're part of the tour, which is the Zagami tour. So there's – I think uh, there's five groups of about eight or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 45-odd cars, I think, uh, that we're going to be uh, in control of. So for the people that don't know, in the tour, it's not a timed thing. It's uh, We're not in competition. So we go with a tour leader that carries the pace and uh, we're limited to um, certain speeds and we've got a rally safe which checks up on that too. So signpost, signpost speeds, correct? Signposted speeds uh, with a maximum of, uh, I think it's 110 or or whatever it is, but uh, we've got the briefing notes. So this is just an untimed rally. What's the difference to Targa? That you do. That's very similar in terms of you can go in the tour, which is again untimed, and it's a similar format. They take off all at once, whereas in the Adelaide Rally, you, there's four seconds between cars. So the tour leader goes off, and then there's four seconds, next car, then next car, next car. Whereas in the Targa last year, they had it rolling. So the tour leader would be rolling with all the others and you just take off. Okay, but you've done a couple of Targas and you've done one. No, the, I've only done the one Targa. I've only done 2019, one 2019, yeah. So you've done a couple of rallies then, one being Targa and a couple of other rallies around Adelaide where you've had an experienced navigator and a not so experienced navigator. And I'm going to put myself, you're going to do another rally, third person not so experienced as a navigator, what's the difference? You know, well, what do I need to know well, as your navigator? Certainly as a navigator, you do need to know the course. And because we're actually leading one of the groups, it's very critical, especially on the open roads stage. In other words, when we finished our closed stages, you have to get to the next stage on time because it runs like clockwork. They really want to make sure. So we can't take a wrong turn because there's going to be eight cars behind us and possibly the next couple of groups after that following us. Well, so, see, I'll tell you this quick story. So the first rally I did was Classic Adelaide and I was a navigator. Uh, unfortunately, the Ferrari win was a 599 GTB, beautiful vehicle, V12 front engine, great car. And when we took off from the rally, we got a puncher because we had to go up this ramp, off the ramp. We came off the side of the ramp, sliced the tyre. So I remember we, that. So we did meet the first uh, meeting point and ended up missing the first four stages of the rally. Met for lunch that afternoon and then we're at the back of a rally. You're right, it's, it was just mayhem. We didn't know what was going on. Well, we don't want that to happen, especially because we're tour leader and tour followers. Yeah, so. correct. So what does happen if you cop a flat and things like that? Well, they do give us the briefing notes, which I haven't read through them all yet and we'll get the proper briefing before the event. But it does tell you what you do if your car breaks down as a tour leader group and right. if other cars break down and things like that. So there's certain things. We've got to have two sets of uh, triangles. We've got to have the fire extinguisher, the 
oil blanket, you know, the, all the those safety, blanket, all those sorts of things. First but, aid, yeah. But we don't wear helmets because it's uh, again, it's it's not competition, and um, we've got to make sure that we can see and keep in contact with the follower at the back of our group to make sure that we've got all the, the cars. So that means we're going to have walkie-talkies in our cars. No, we just uh, rely on the mobile phones okay. with the follower. Yeah, so you'll have to you have my phone and your own phone. So you've got to be able to look after both. The cars be- behind us that are following us, they can't overtake, can they? They're not allowed to overtake. No, there's no overtaking. They can, between stages, change their lineup. So okay. if someone wants to go in front of someone else or, or whatever, and there's certain rules that they have to abide by too. They're not allowed to hold back to speed up. And, you know, there's various rules and they're monitoring that. But the thing that I'm, I'm finding it, you know, you mentioned about a, an experienced navigator and a, a novice. Now, we haven't been in, in that situation, you and me, before. And there will be a time that you'll be driving it too as the... One of the as, stages, yeah. As one of the stages. So, uh, and you still haven't driven it. So, but before then, you're going to be I'm driving have, it. Yeah, that's good. You point. know, because uh, it is a gated shifter. I know, you know, you know, you're familiar with the gated shifter, but in a more powerful car, the 360. So, this one needs the revs a little bit more. And we don't want to hold up the, the rest of the crew and we don't want to speed either. But what I find is, as a navigator, it's it's certainly if you know the, the rules and the track, it does help the driver. So even when I'm navigating for you, I've got to pay attention to the course. Now we've gonna we're gonna have the course. Obviously, I remember they gave give you a little booklet of the course, showing your turns coming up and stuff like that. So I remember when I first did it, I really didn't understand it. So it'd be good this time to actually sit down before the actual tour and go through exactly what you want me to call out or not call out because you're concentrating on driving. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And and with a, an experienced navigator or with a navigator that's doing the right thing, Ori, uh, hopefully, it, it's easy for the driver because they can just concentrate on driving. The advantage is that we're not in the the first tour leader. We're in the second group. So hopefully we'll see the guys in front. Yeah, so we've got a bit of responsibility. A lot more responsibility. So if you read the, the notes, which I know you haven't yet, but I've, I've written half of them, there is a lot more responsibility and they're very strict and they will ban you from the rest of the stages if you're doing something wrong, whether you're a tour leader, follower, or just one of the main group people. Now you mentioned the rally safe. When I did the tour, uh, sorry, when I did the rally um, in that 599, there was no rally safe, the stage we drew, and I know a couple of people got a little bit wild. What is the rally safe? Well, what the, does it actually do? Yeah, the rally safe is basically uh, a, a time. It's a GPS, so they know exactly where you are, and if something goes wrong, you know, it you know, it's it's written on the dash, so it's just plugged into your 12-volt port, and it's very good. We use that in Target, Tasmania, and I've got to say, it was it's easy because it, it zeroes when you start your stage, so when you look at your book and you say it's three kilometres to the right and then to the left and things like that, oh, you yeah. can actually pick it up from there. So the rally safe is more for the navigator to see than the driver. Fantastic, but it doesn't tell you the speed, does it? It does tell you the speed as well. So it, it, I'm not sure whether it beeps at you with the, if you set the limits, uh, but it does tell you the speed. So that's that's an advantage as well. Now, Scotty from Zagami did mention that, you know, if we are constantly uh, or if someone does constantly break the speed limit, they will be kicked out. Yes. So have you uh, seen that happen before? I have seen that happen. And in Target, Tasmania last year, uh, I was warned a couple of times and it got really hairy because uh, at one stage they were going to, me and my co-driver, we were they were going to kick us out. But they realised that I, 
I sort of inadvertently went over the speed limit by over the amount, um, but it was only a brief second until I realised that that was the case. Yeah, so not con- so that, that just goes to show the amount of focus. So you're focused in driving, really. You're not really concentrating on, no. on speed as much as you should be concentrating on speed, but you're just trying to work out the track, where you're going, where you're not going. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. It will be, how, especially how as works. a tour leader and follower. The, the other thing is as well, you do get the standard police between course stages that will check your speed. So you, they they do do that. And they can't pull you over. No, you can't get pulled over. Well, you can. In, in a rally. Not within the stage. Right. But after when you're going, you know, so the open So between stages. Road, between stages, you can. Well, okay. So yeah. there's something else that we need to, you know, be mindful of also. And also the other thing as well is when you're leaving stages or leaving Park Firm, whether it's at an oval or whatever, you know, you, you want to leave respectively, you know, not, you know, revving it too much and things like that. Okay, there's some of the, the crowd want to see that but you've got to be a little bit mindful and respectful for the people around you. Well, that's a very good point. I, I, yeah, the crowd part is really interesting because, like you said, we've got no helmets. Yes, it's closed roads through the stages, but some of the you know those hill stages just got the little barrier on the side and you've got people actually standing there watching you it's quite daunting. It is quite daunting, but most of them now, because they've got security people, they they make sure they're away from the Armco barriers. They might be up on a ridge or something to watching rather than like the old rallies before it got banned that, you know, cars would be coming around the corner. There'd be hordes of people sort of making their way so the cars can get through. It's not like that. So. And so this, this rally, the timed section... Do they go earlier in the morning? Uh, no, we're the first. I believe we're the first ones out every morning. Okay, so, so we go time? out first. Yeah, so the road conditions, we'll see it for the first time, and then the comp- competition cars go out. Okay, so I think there's a prima tour, and there's and then you got various categories of the competition cars. Some are speed limited, some are you know they're timed, and some are the open category. And in our category, do we know if they're splitting us up in engine size or engine capacity? No, they won't be doing that. I mean, I don't know officially, but. Um, most of the cars in our group, in the Zagami group, I mean, they're going to, I assume there'll be McLarens, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, yeah. you know, there'll Porsches, be, Bentleys. you know, there'll be all sorts of cars there. There'll be a sight to see. And they will all be, you know, I don't know, three, four, five times more powerful than my little Dino. I think we'll have the oldest car, though. I'm my guessing it, fingers we crossed will. we do yeah I, but uh, so I, I'm hoping we don't uh, you know we Hold don't them get up them too much? frustrated sort of thing but the rally is firstly is for safety you've got to make sure that it's safe and then to have fun yeah you know so we've got to make sure that as you know in an official capacity we're doing what we need to do to make sure that everyone else is safe as well and and the three days that we're doing the rally it's just it's different stages yeah bit of hill bit of yeah, it's different coast. stages. Um, this one goes, yeah, three, three, three days. Some of the stages will do reverse, I'm assuming, like we did last year. So you'll go up one way and come back the other way. And some stages you'll do the following day as well, I think. And, so, and target, target every day you're, in some, you're somewhere new. Yeah, target you do days? because target Tasmania, of course. That's um, you know you go right around the island. So in that one there, you do a variety of stages, and there's only one or two that I think we did reverse. Okay, um, but otherwise, and some of them. You know, we've got some stages, I think was Targa, I think one was 52 kilometres. I mean, that's, that's concentrating long. for a long time. That's one hour. Well, yeah. and to that point, I, I remember seeing you after Classic Adelaide last year, we had dinner together and you just looked exhausted. Oh, know, it was, at the end 
the rally, you looked exhausted. Well, you say that, but I must admit that one there because I had uh, a friend of mine, Colin Karate, doing the navigating, which made it very easy for me. You said me. it was less stressful. It was you did less stressful. So you imagine if you saw me after the rally the year before, where yeah. I had to concentrate a lot more. But also, that was the first time I've done it in that Dino. So you get to know the car when you're sort of pushing it a bit more. But it ran well. It was good. It had a little bit of a, a water leak from the expansion tank, but nothing that stopped us uh, moving along. To that point, I mean, it's the first time you did it in that car. But for our listeners, if they've got a classic car, if they've got any, can they? Good, can you do a rally in any car? If you're talking about untimed, you can do it in any. It's like a Sunday drive, really, okay. uh, but a little bit more uh, spirited, controlled. I'd say, and, and, controlled. Co- and controlled. But even if you're doing the competition cars, there's there's that big. You've seen them. There's that much variety. You'll get little Morris Minis. You'll get Morris Minor. You'll get all sorts of cars. Uh, BMWs are plenty. Porsches, uh, um, Triumphs, uh, you know, Lunches, Alphas. There's a multitude of cars. So if you and I got serious, say we really enjoy this rally and we say, you know, we actually want to have a rally car. We're going to turn one of the Ferraris into a rally-only car, but timed. What do we need to do? Can we just do that or do we need to go to extra level of driver training or get a different license to be able to compete in those rallies that are timed? Uh, I think the, I think you will need a different uh, license, which is a competition license. Uh, but in terms of the car, you can use any car. If you're looking to do a rally and do circuit racing as well, if, for example, we took a, a Dino 308 GT4, we could do the historics. So we could run in historics. Right. And then use that as a rally car. But that's certainly food for thought, and we have talked about that off air before. I would love to do that. Because I've seen a few people that you know, they do a husband and wife team, and they travel the world. Well, we're world. not going to do husband and wife. We're not doing husband and wife, but they actually travel the world and do different rallies. That's right. Right? That's fantastic. The so- advantage with the rallies is that you can go, just like we talked about with the track day, Ori, that you did recently, you can go as fast or as slow as you want. Naturally, you don't want to go so slow that you're a danger to other traffic, but that's the advantage with the tour and even the competition stages because there's some of the rally stages or groups are just certain to make certain times between points. So it's not the fastest person who wins, but it's the one that gets it closer to the time they're supposed to get there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's various things you can do. That's why there's so many people doing it. I think having done a rally before and I did drive a few of the stages as I mentioned in that 599, very powerful car. Gated shifter? No, it wasn't. It was a F1. Very rare to find a gated shifter 599 these days in Australia for that matter. But I do recall you have to be a pretty good driver to do these rallies because it's I felt it's not as safe as a track environment with runoffs. You know, if you make a mistake. I think you know, yes you've got a closed road but you've really got to be a competent driver, I believe. I'm not saying I'm a competent driver, but having done track days before or, you know, in other cars and having been to the track, I feel a little bit more comfortable. So I think I think the learning is take your car to a track first to see what it can do, then enter it into a rally. Well, I'm not sure it matters which one you do first, but I do agree uh, the track, as long as you've got a track that's got plenty of runoff, yeah. it's fantastic. When you're doing a, a rally, well, it's just like you go through a drive through the hills, but you know, the problem is you've got potholes, every corner's different, you know, the armco bra- barriers, the Correct. cliffs, the, all sorts of things, uh, you know, animals could cross the road. There's yeah, a lot of things. I mean, yes, it's closed road, which is great because you don't have to worry about oncoming traffic like you do on a Sunday drive. 
but still, like you said, all these other variables are in play. So, and you've you've got to concentrate a lot. You know, we're talking about the closed road. Is when the closed road finished, you're still in the mindset that you can go on either side of the road. And I've done that a couple of times. You come out thinking, you know, I can go wherever I like, and then you see the cop there directing you. Hang on, you're supposed to be on that side of the road. Yeah, correct. And that's what I'm saying. But we're on a track. You haven't got that because you're on the track, yeah. right? It's closed. The whole thing's closed for the whole time you're out on the track. Hence why I say, you know, look, rallies are great and I think we need to do it. I'm really looking forward to doing it. I want to do, I think we'll do one in the Dino, but I do want to do one, hopefully if we get invited back next year, in the 360. Well, we'll do a couple then. Then you can take your wife as a, a navigator. And, uh, well, and you don't want to be I'm, my navigator. Well, in the if well, oh no, if we're going to take only one car, only one car, that, yeah. that'd be fine. But if we we're taking two, but we'll see, and we'll see what happens as a tour leader and follower. It's going to be a little bit different for us, and I think we we certainly have to take it a bit more seriously. Yeah, absolutely. All right, because you're not just getting there and you know just following someone else. You you're actually uh, liaising with all the other drivers, letting them know what's happening, what's not happening, what they're not doing right. So we've got to be really careful. Yeah, we've got a bit more, like we said at the beginning of the show, we've got more responsibility in this. But we're there to have fun also and, you know, engage and meet other car enthusiasts, which that's what I'm looking forward to. It's it's the vast majority or the vast span of cars that are going to be out there, not only Ferrari that I'm excited yeah. about. With the, with the people out there, Everyone wants to talk about the cars. You, you, you know, during lunch breaks and things like that, everyone walks around, talks about your car. They open up the li- the engine bonnets and you know have a look. It it is a great atmosphere. And as we all know, once we start talking about cars, we don't stop. So. Yeah, correct. So we're going to have some great photos from that uh, from that rally. And we'll we'll try to do a couple of episodes regarding the rally. Yeah, I suppose, well, you know? hopefully we'll do some during the rally, and we'll see what happens. Whether we can uh, record them somehow, like you were saying, Ori. Yeah, um, if we can come live from the rally, that would be great. If we can do one of those shows, but we'll definitely have lots of photos up on Instagram um, with all the uh, great cars that we're going to you know have a look at on the uh, rally coming up in a few uh, few weeks' time. Yeah, and I, you know, like what you said. Look, we do appreciate Zagami's input and Ferrari Adelaide, so uh, that's excellent to get us on board. To, yep. um, to do this rally and of course we got the call up yesterday or the day before whenever it was to do be the tour leader and follower so, yeah, so very, we're looking forward to it very excited about and, that uh, yeah so Ori uh, we'll leave it there thanks Michael yeah thanks again and uh, thank you Ori we'll leave it there you can reach the show via email as usual on Mick and Ori at gmail.com. And also, um, please look at our website and our Instagram page. And remember, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys.